Boys up. Be there in a minute. <coughs> Nothing better than starting the podcast off with a cough. Hey, welcome on to Americana, the American way. This is Big John. You can find I love you. And suppose I said I want to come back home. Twitter get her at the real underscore Big And suppose John. I cried and also said I think I finally learned Rumble. my lesson. And I'm tired of spending all my time alone. If I told you that I realize you're all I ever wanted. And it's killing me to be so far away. Would you tell me that you love me too? And would we cry together? Or would you simply laugh at me and say, I told you so? crying drinking and cheating country and western right there randy travis i told you so and how does that crying drinking and cheating song fit into what i'm about to tell you about well here goes i told you so yesterday i had a four a couple days ago my bad forgot yesterday was my maureen o'connor story check that out if you like a good look into the in, in, inner insides of Ohio politics from 1990 through today. But a couple days ago, I talked about the 20% unrealized gains tax. And I said, they're not just going after the billionaires. First and foremost, the law says people with $100 million in assets or more, which is $900 million less than a billion. But also, they would come after all of us. So I, I saw a, a little something, something somewhere that Nancy, it was a meme actually, so I, I looked it up to see if it was legitimate. Nancy Pelosi wants to track your transactions. Uh, the Democrats and the IRS and the government in general, okay, not just Pelosi, want to track your transactions of over $600, $600 and up. So, Bloomberg.com, Bloomboig for short, Wealth and Taxes, IRS targets your side hustle and crack down on transactions over $600. $600 dollar bill, player. So now, if you have a side hustle and someone, uh, a, you know, a side job, uh, an odd job, as we used to call it, making a little money on the side, people can pay you through apps like Venmo, which I use. John Richard Morrow at gmail.com if you want to Venmo me uh, $600. <laughs> Anyhow, 
Venmo, uh, E-T-S-Y, Etsy, I guess is how you would say that. Uh, I've heard of that one, but I've never used it. Uh, I assume PayPal and the others, you know, blah, blah, woof, woof. Anything over $600, now you wealthy. I told you so. They're going to come after all of us eventually. They're dangling the billionaire tax out there as smoke and mirrors. I always tell you, when the government shows you what they're doing in the right hand, you better look at the left hand because that's where the action is. I told you so. Like Randy Travis. And y'all going to be coming, crawling back to Americana, the old-fashioned American way of smaller government, less taxes, one of these days. You're going to be in love with it, and you're going to be drinking your blues away if you got any money left after the government gets through with you. Crying, drinking, and cheating. Country and Western music. Uh, let me read you a, a brief, brief little headline. There's a link in the description on Rumble. But just so you kind of sort of know, I'm not making this up. This is from January 13, 2022. Uh, Jennifer Serene is the journalist. Uh, it just got harder to hide from the IRS. Starting this month, users selling goods and services through such popular sites as Venmo, Etsy, and Airbnb will begin receiving tax forms if they take a payment of more than $600. One by one, in recent months, tech giants have been warning users of the coming changes and asking them to provide tax information. I told you so. It ain't just the billionaires. It ain't just the millionaires. It's you and me. The little people that hustle and bust our ass every day just to get by. While Nancy Pelosi and congressmen and women are getting insider trader information and making the easy buck in the stock market. I told you so, but you had to go. I love me some Randy Travis. Wish my voice wasn't so screwed up by cigars and I was a little warmed up I'd do some little singing along for you I remember when Randy Travis came out in the 1980s that was my grandpap's favorite singer uh, they saw him right before he got uh, popular on country music radio back when it was country and not rap with a twang uh they saw Randy Travis and he gave his testimony about how he used to be, you know, a cocaine addict and he became a Christian. And uh, sadly, Randy's been in poor health the few, last few years and he's fallen on and off the wagon. Uh, but he was a great, great musician. And, uh, thoughts and prayers with Randy Travis. I think he's had a few strokes and he's in a wheelchair now. Uh, I saw this video on youtube and it reminded me so much of what's going on in the good old us of a uh and you can watch this video it's called powerful tactics putin's propaganda 
uses or Putin's propaganda, powerful tactics Putin's propaganda uses to hook you. Took me a minute to figure that out. Even though I've watched the video twice and read this like three times. Uh, it's by Vlad Vexler. It's called A Disturbing Guide to the Inner Workings of Putin's Reg Putin Regime's Propaganda Machine. That's like the subheading. It's on YouTube. And there's a link in the description on Rumble. If you go to uh, the nine-minute... Um, between nine minutes and 9.03 in the video... And I have it here as soon as it comes up on my computer. And I will read it to you because there's uh, he, he posts information on the screen uh, about uh, the... Um, oops, that was too far. No, it wasn't. All right, where am I here? 840... 856. All right, let me just let it play for a second on low volume. Uh, this is about the, the election in Belarus, Belarus and it looks a lot Russia. like what went on in 2016 with the American election. And what he tells us is Okay, first and foremost, yes, Russia did uh, do some interference uh, in the 2016 election. That's not the point. The point is propaganda. The, uh, there's no evidence, he says in this video, and I agree, that there's no evidence that Russia uh, and any candidate uh, coerced, cohorted... Uh, however you want to say it, um, directly. But Russia wanted to create chaos. So they put social media ads up. They created chats. They created posts uh, supporting Trump to get Americans arguing amongst one another. Their preference was to Hillary... because she would be more predictable. <laughs> okay, but here's what happened. There was a controversial election in Belarus. Uh, the person the Russians wanted to win didn't win. Um, so what Russia did was they stopped arguing that their guy... Lukashenko won they changed the subject from Lukashenko to uh, this lady Tiskana Haka okay I'm just going to spell it T-S-I-K-A N-O-U-S-K-A-Y-A Tashinka that's how we'll say it. Uh, they, they you know, said, you know, this is a housewife. She's no experience. She can't lead Belarus. 
Belarus is going to lose its Russian language and its connection to Russia and its economic trade with Russia, and it's going to be the end of Belarus. They flooded the population with bureaucracy. Hmm, that sounds familiar. They flooded the in, uh, internet with diverse arguments. And our own country is doing this to us people. They're, this is a playbook of uh, psychological warfare that's playing out on social media. Millie Weaver, uh, I believe that's her website, millieweaver.com or millennialmillie.com. Uh, has several uh, documentary videos, movies that she's made about psyops, psychological operations that the American government and politicians are using to influence Americans. Okay, and this is a playbook of Russia, and he compares it to how this is uh, being played out by American, the American government, American politicians. But if you look at the war with Ukraine. It's kind of being played out there too, but Ukraine's winning the propaganda war. So they flood the uh, internet with diverse arguments. Uh, op the opposition has gone mad. They say that you know they say Trumpers have gone mad. Okay, now Russia's doing this in a different way. They did this with uh, how did I decide to pronounce that? Tikhanovska. Skaya, Tekahanskaya, whatever. Uh, the Russians did this with her, and that's what these bullet points are, but it's a lot like what the state-controlled media in the U.S. and the Clinton campaign and the Democrats are doing with Trump and Trumpers. So they say the opposition has gone mad. They're this wild bunch of maniacs running around. Uh, you are all alone and surrounded by enemies. So they try to convince, let's say, the Trumpers that your enemies are all around you. It's kind of what I'm doing right now. Oops, my bad. Uh, but they convince people that they're surrounded by enemies, political enemies, literal enemies. People that want to kill you because you disagree with them. People that want to lock you up and throw away the key just because of your political views. If the protest wins, if the protesters win, Belarus will collapse economically. Gee, didn't they say if Trump won, the United States would collapse economically? Except the total opposites happened. Trump lost. So Trump won 2016. Hillary said he would crash the economy to benefit the robber barons and the billionaires, which she's one of. <laughs> Oops. Uh, and then what happens? Trump wins. The middle class and the lower class get richer at a faster rate than the upper class. The upper class got richer, true, they always will. But the rate of wealth, the rate at which people gained money was a higher, faster rate in the lower and middle class than in the upper class. But we were told, and Belarus was told, their economy would collapse 
if the pro uh, to Shankahakawaska party people won. Uh, if the protests win, Belarus will become a puppet to the United States. If the protest wins, you will lose the Russian language. Now, obviously you can't convince the American people that America will lose and we will lose our language. Uh, you can say that you know conservatives have been complaining that oh, we're going to lose our English language and stuff like that if we keep letting all these dad-burn Mexicans in. I don't have a problem with dad-burn Mexicans who come in legally. Or people from any country. I'll take me me some Ukrainians. They're pretty cool people. (sighs) Anyhow. uh, But this is the propaganda that the governments used, that Russia used, and you can kind of see it being used in the United States. Let's jump over here real quick to the Patriot Post, America's News Digest. Uh, If it is, I've never heard of you before. PatriotPost.us, link in the description on Rumble. The PSYOPs War on America. It's an opinion piece by Don Rosenberg. Hey, a name I can pronounce. (laughs) Psychological operations, PSYOPs have been an integral part of warfare throughout history. Sun Sun Zhao... Alexander the Great, Genghis Khan, as well as scores of other military leaders have used psychological tactics to confuse, deceive, and demoralize their enemies' leadership as well as civilian populations. Peacetime applications of PSYOPs warfare techniques involve influencing and altering an opponent's unconscious, implicit views in order to make the opponent more susceptible to coercion. Such techniques, the attempt to isolate opponents, undermine their positions, portray them as fostering ill intentions, and forcing them to react to a variety of charges so that their energy is dispersed. So, when the state-run media in the United States or the Democrats, or the Antifa, or the Dirty Hippies, or the FBI, the CIA, the G-Men, the T-Men, the Revenuers too. When they come at you with, well, if you're for border security, you're a racist. If you support Donald Trump, you're a racist. Oh, if you don't believe in high taxes and big government, you're a kook. You're you're in bed with those billionaires. Boy, you evil slimy sniveling sneaks, you. Damn, I know I was an evil slimy sniveling sneak. Thanks for telling me, government. So 
they're using the psychological warfare against us to change our mind, to change our opinion. Our own government institutions. Believe ye not? Well, I'll tell you again. I told you so. So, we had an op-ed uh, op from uh, PatriotPost.us. Let me go back here. I'll read you the title again so you can look it up. It's a pretty good article. You read it yourself. The PSYOPs War on America by uh, Don Rosenberg. Good Jewish name. Probably a good fellow, those Jewish folk. I love the Jews. And blacks. White people, eh, we're kind of a pain in the ass. Uh, Business Insider. Business Insider. A supposedly uh, a respected, kind of left-leaning, but I always thought they were neutral till lately. Uh, anyhow, businessinsider.com has this article up. From May 21, May 21st, uh, 2012. So this goes back a ways. Uh, the NDAA, I'll tell you what that means in a minute. NDAA legalizes the use of propaganda on the U.S. public. <laughs> and I'm hiccuping. So, the newest version of the National Defense Authorization Act, NDAA, includes an amendment that would legalize propaganda on the American people, reports Michael Hastings of BuzzFeed. The amendment, so you can look this up, the amendment proposed by Mac Thornberry, Republican Texas, and Adam Smith, Democrat Washington, passed the House last Friday afternoon. Well, this was actually 10 years ago this passed. Would effectively nullify the Smith-Mund Act of 1948, which explicitly forbids information and psychological operations aimed at influencing the U.S. public opinion. Now, I'm not saying that they haven't been doing that since 1948, but at least in 1948, our elected officials looked out for us over the government bureaucracy and military institutions. And let me clarify something, because I do spout off about military-industrial complex. I will kick your ass if you mess with the American soldier fighting on the ground. But there are bureaucrats and billionaires and millionaires and people in government whose life, their life, their job their money comes from seeing to it that those soldiers whose boots are on the ground die. And our American soldiers put their lives at risk for the United States of America, not for military contractors, not for government, well, for government institutions, but not so that the bureaucrats and the people in government can get rich. They put their lives on the line for that flag for me for you for our right to make and watch and listen to these videos i'm not against the soldiers i'm against the bureaucracy and the shadow government and the crooks that run things behind the scenes moving on uh thornberry says it says that the current law ties the hands of 
America's diplomatic officials, military, and others by inhibiting our ability to effectively communicate in a credible way. Well, if you're communicating in a credible way, that means you're, what, going on TV, you're giving your unbiased point of view, uh, you're tweeting out the truth, you're Facebooking, you're writing a letter to the editor, you're speaking the truth. There's no, that's not propaganda. So I don't see why the law would need to be changed. Um, the vote came two days after a federal judge ruled an indefinite detention provision an annual defense bill was unconstitutional. Lieutenant Colonel Daniel Davis, who released a highly critical report regarding the distortion of truth by senior military officials in Iraq and Afghanistan. See, these are the people I'm against. The generals that have turned to politician and then get private jobs making millions and millions of dollars, getting rich, working for private companies, uh, taking military technology and putting it into the private sector, uh, lobbying to send our troops abroad to uh, get killed on behalf of the companies that sell military hardware. So, uh, dedication, a section of this report to Information Operations, I.O. for short, and states that after Desert Storm, the military wanted to transform I.O. into core military competency, competency pardon me, on a paramilitary air-ground maritime special operations. Davis defines I.O. as the integrated employment of electronic warfare, which this has evolved since Desert Storm, obviously. Uh, electronic warfare, E.W. for short. Computer operation networks, uh, CNO. Psychological operations, PSYOP. Military deception, MILDEC for short. And operations security, O, O, or OPSEC for short, in concert with specified supporting and related capabilities to influence, disrupt, and cor corrupt or usurp adversarial human and automated decision making while protecting our own. So the military wanted to, uh, this, pardon me. This Lieutenant Colonel Daniel Davis wanted to use this against our enemies. That was back after Desert Storm, so it would have been around 92, 93. Desert Storm, uh, for those of you who are too young, may be referred to as the first Gulf War. It was a short, sweet war that swept Saddam Hussein and Iraq out of Kuwait. Um, so the internet and uh, te telecommunications, virtual communications. There were no apps. There were no Facebook. 
there were very few websites. The internet was like an inf in its infancy, but it was about to go public in 1995. Uh, the so they wanted to use this against our enemies. Now this bill that passed the new N. DAA allows them to use psyops and propaganda on the American people to get them on board with say sending what was it 14 billion dollars worth of aid to Ukraine when really six and a half billion of it went to our own Department of Defense uh, to deploy our troops and weapons to NATO countries. So, in the words of Colonel Richard Leap, protect a key friendly center of gravity to wit U.S. national will by repealing the Smith-Mundant Act to allow direct deployment of these tactics on the American public. So to keep the American public in, let's say, a pro-war sense, a pro, uh, let's just use the Ukraine current situation, a pro-Ukraine mindset, they're willing to use psyops, propaganda, and different things in social media, well, uh, chat rooms, uh, what's that new thing, Reddit, Substack, all these things, they're going to push propaganda out there to make you want to send American men and women out to fight this war in, in Ukraine, possibly, or some war down the line, okay? It's all there. We have direct quotes from what colonels and what was the other guy, lieutenant general, something. Important people in the military, the upper brass, the political class of our military. They want to send our strong, tough men and women out there. Uh, lieutenant colonel, that's what the other guy was. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel and Colonel, they want to use psychological operations on you and I, the American peeps, propaganda, another word for it, to keep us at a state of constant wanting to go to war with someone, somewhere, somehow, so that they and others can make a lot of money off of rank-and-file soldiers on the ground dying. So, for that, God bless y'all. Please pray for each other. Please stay wise. Stay on the lookout. God bless you. Pray for each other. Keep me and my family in your prayers. We're going through some times. And, uh, I guess if you want to Venmo me some some money to support the cause <laughs> so I can make money not be Poe uh, nah I'm not going to do that 
just make sure it's less than $599 to finish the joke. <laughs> God bless y'all. Thanks for uh, listening. And just remember, I told you so. I told you so. But you had to go. Somebody new and you will never break my heart into again. If I got down on my knees and told you I was yours forever, would you get down on yours too and take my hand? Where'd we get that old time feeling? Would we laugh and talk for hours? way we did when our love first began Would you tell me that you've missed me too And that you've been so lonely And you waited for the day that I returned And we'd live in love forever And that I'm your one and only Or would you say the tables finally turned you say I told you so Oh, I told you so I told you someday you'd come crawling back And asking me to take you Break my heart into games